Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It is official. We are on the clock right now. Remember our podcast, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening material. I think you're going to like it. Um, Like, follow, share, give us a five-star review, whatever you do. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. So my house is under construction right now. It's the final project. Uh, We've been in the house 20 years. This This is it. And it's a master bedroom bathroom thing. We haven't showered in our master bathroom in eight years. Literally walking down the hall for eight years because tiles have fallen out of the wall. And to fix it is like putting lipstick on a pig. It ain't going to move the needle. It's a temporary Band-Aid. And we, we realized we needed to save up and just finally do it. So we're doing it. Not a great time to be doing it. Especially not when you live in a blue state in a really blue zip code. And that's where I live. Did you know that in order to move along in any kind of semblance of speed, it involves eight separate inspections with the city of Pittsburgh? Eight separate inspections. And an inspection involves going online and builder has got to file like a ticket. Hey, this is the project. This is our permit number we are ready for the plumbing inspection Eh, we'll get back to you when we want to usually about a week later okay we'll be out in another week eight times that happens so you're twisting in the wind waiting for the next step finally got cleared for the wiring yesterday now we can do drywall Once the drywall's in, then we'll have to do X, Y, or Z. It is the, it is the whittling down, the wearing down, the over-regulating, over-taxing of America. It's everything around us. 
It is meant to make you bogged down in the system of suck. That's why our tax code is 75,000 pages long. Should it not be a little bit easier to understand? Of course. But when you can pass a bill that's 4,000 pages long, you can stuff a bunch of jazz in it because you're pretty confident nobody's going to read it. That's where we are. So that brings us to this conversation. The war on meat and traditional farming. The World Health Organization has launched this war. And they've sent out their little ferret head, Tedros, whatever the heck his name is, to come out and to try to finger wag you into submission. This is what we're going to do. Hey, Tedros, sit down. Put a sock in it. I didn't vote for you. This is why we've talked about these stupid climate things. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Let's rush over to Dubai, right? One of the richest zip codes on planet Earth. Let's run over there next to Davos, where Klaus Schwab and all of his nasty minions are. Let's fly to Dubai on our private jets. And we'll decide what we are going to do as global leaders And something like 130 plus countries, I think it's like 147 out of 198 or whatever the hell the number is, vast majority of countries on planet Earth are like, yeah, 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 we're going to sign up for this climate nonsense where we fundamentally change everything we do, which is a money laundering operation and is a very stealthy way to absolutely crush the middle class. Middle out, bottom up. That's exactly what it is, friends. We're coming for your cars. Got to drive an EV. We're coming for your air conditioning. Not so sure you should be able to determine how cool you should have it. We're going to put this on a uh, a special uh, government-controlled thermostat because what could possibly go wrong, right? We're going to control all this stuff about what you do, how you can travel, where you're allowed to go, where you can live, all of it. Now they're getting into food. They've been into food for a while. But they're super big into food now. Here's your story. World Health Organization head Tedros Adhanomen, whatever, Gabrizius. I almost feel like it's a badge of honor to not pronounce his name well. Declared war on meat and traditional farming. Our food systems are harming the health of people and planet. Really? You know what harms the health of people and the planet? I'm going to go with making a virus and unleashing it on the world and then coming up with the antidote, which is really not an antidote. It's another poison so that you can depopulate us all. That sounds like a weird conspiracy theory. Really? I've got three uh, Tedros audio sound bites for you to hear. One, I want you to hear the blowhard elitist number dropping. We're going to come up with things that sound really important. It's 96% effective. It's going to kill 70% of us if we don't do blank, blank, and blank. Your carbon footprint, blah, 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 blah. None of this is provable or disprovable because it's all hocus pocus. Audio soundbite number one. Here is the head of the World Health Organization telling you that the food and growing it is killing the planet. Go. Our food systems are harming the health of people and planet. Food systems contribute to over 30% of greenhouse gas emissions 
and account for almost one-third of the global burden of disease. Transforming food systems is therefore essential by shifting towards healthier, diversified, and more plant-based diets. Ah, there you go, plants, bugs, come on, people! 30%, it contributes to 30%, says who? Who, who out there is doing this study? Because do you believe any of them? No, because the science has been manipulated. It's been molested for so long. I believe none of these wackos, but he's not done. He's got more big numbers to drop on you to make you feel as though you must, must, must start eating dandelions and crickets. Go. If food systems delivered healthy diets for all, we could save 8 million lives Oh, gosh. Nordic countries have been trailblazers for many policy breakthroughs, including for linking climate and nutrition. Oh, God. Thank you for your leadership in this area. So and for organizing this discussion to share experiences and lessons learned. WHO is committed to supporting countries to develop and implement policies to improve diets and fight climate change. Oh, please! Last year, under the leadership of the Egyptian COP27 presidency, WHO and our partners launched ICANN, the Initiative on Climate Action and mm. Nutrition. The ICANN baseline report currently shows low integration of climate and nutrition in policies, mm. in funding mechanisms, and particularly in the private sector. They're coming for your food. They're not just buying the farmland. They're not just squeezing the farmers. They want to control what you eat. Of course, this is all because of climate change, which is nothing that anybody agrees upon. How can you fundamentally change how society lives, how it functions, how it operates, how it sustains itself, the flavor that you feel? Come on, there is nothing better than a glass of Merlot or a wonderful Opolo Cabernet with a monster steak, period. They want to take every flavor, every joy, every celebration, every everything out of your life. They want you to be as freaking miserable as they are. Good luck with that. And then finally, the <clears throat> going to kick you in the gut here. He's going to tell you, I've suckered more than 130 countries into this because we're going to threaten them with bribes and other things. Listen. I'm therefore very pleased that over 130 countries have signed the COP28 UAE Declaration on Climate and Health. Together, we can protect and promote the health of both people and planet. I thank you. Oh, good Lord. What a hack. You are an embarrassing hack. How dare you? Now, the only thing that gets me more angry than this fellow right now is what's coming up after this break. Because Chris Matthews from MSNBC, he's MSNBC. Yeah, he is. He's on the morning Joe with Joe Scarborough, whomever the hell he's with, right? And he's, he's going to drop something about all of you out there in rural America, you Bible-beaten, weirdo, farming, trucking fools. You know, the lifeblood of this country. Wait till you hear the truth. How these folks really see you as they're coming for your mate. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So you hear these people speaking. These 
unelected bureaucrats who believe that they know what's best for us. Well, they don't care what's best for us. They care what's best for them. And the global strategy is open borders, total chaos. It's Cloward Piven. It's overrun the system, absolutely flood the social safety net. All of the welfare, everything that we need, collapse the system and let the globalists ride in on the white horse, saving the day to instill their own kind of government, which is not, by the way, going to be a constitutional republic. It's not. It's going to be communism, socialism. It is what it already is. These people are already in place. Got to hear Chris Matthews. These media folks say the quiet part out loud as they get a little bit older. And he's going to say on Morning Joe... That rural Americans, dealing with rural Americans, is like fighting terrorism. Uh, What? And I I just am quickly going to preface this. I know you guys know this. These people hate you if you love your husband or wife. If you're committed to your family. If you take joy in simple things. If you believe in God. If you know North is still North and you understand right versus wrong, if you enjoy what you do and you smile and you see the beauty of the world all around you, they absolutely hate you. And you know what? What I just described flourishes in rural America where the real work of farming and feeding and growing and transporting and healing begins. The process. Chris Matthews, dealing with rural Americans is like fighting terrorism. Listen. This is rural race. They are so angry at the liberal establishment, the coastal elite. They look at people on television, they say, oh, those people on Saturday Night Live, those snarling rich kids, I know who they are. They, they're all trust funders. They don't need, they don't have to worry about us. And, and the regular guy in the country goes, there they are snarling and making fun of us again. And every time we make fun of Trump, we're making fun of them. That's the weird, uh, it's a weird thing. But in a way, it's like fighting terrorism. I mean, you know, we think we just put the army in or Israel just puts the IDF and they're going to solve the problem. It never solves the problem because you enrage people. And we did it with Afghanistan and we did it with Iraq. We enraged the enemy to the point where they're more fiery than ever and they hate us more than ever. Armies don't make peace. Chris Matthews does not understand the people about whom he is speaking. People who live in rural America aren't watching network news. They're not watching Saturday Night Live. They're not triggered by anybody making fun of Donald Trump. They don't care what you think, Chris. They don't pay attention to the media narrative. They work hard for a living. They debunk that every single day. You don't understand. You're so disconnected. You guys think that we trust you. You think that we believe what you say. What we do is hear it. We dissect it quickly and we continue the path that we are walking because my compass is working quite well and it says north. I had to drop a little factoid on you. You know this whole electric vehicle nonsense, right? Pete Buttigieg says we're going to go, what, 50% by the end of this decade. Half of the cars on the road are going to be electric. I, good luck with that, dude. How about this? 
Blue cities that went all in for electric buses are stuck with buses that cannot handle the cold. Anybody out there mystified by this? Are you guys all flabbergasted? Like, what? This just in breaking news. Batteries don't do well in the cold. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. (laughs) This is crazy. What? (laughs) And so what are we going to do? Well, we're going to sink a bunch of money into a company that sucks called Proterra. It's going to go belly up after we give it billions of dollars, right? And then all of these blue cities, I'm speaking specifically about Minneapolis, where it gets balls cold in the winter, folks. (laughs) Right? I'm going to roll the dice here and be like, are the electric buses going to work or not? No! Do you know what the range of an electric bus, if you can get the damn thing on, is? Before it needs a recharge? 75 miles. 75 miles then you've got to go back you got to go back to wherever the garage plug the stupid thing in wait for another 24 hours it's it's almost like i don't know like um we told you so and when i say we i mean the collective you me us we we the people This is why I push back on the stupid roundabouts in my neighborhood. Why are you going to, in a little neighborhood that's 10 blocks, why are you going to put in two stupid roundabouts when there's already a stop sign there? Four-way stop. You know, that's worked for years. Nah, we're going to jack it up. We're going to jack it up. We're going to put in a big roundabout that doesn't fit. Right? So garbage trucks, go over it. Oh, school bus, go over it. Pedestrians almost get hit. Just a matter of time before somebody's dog is picked off. Just a matter of time. We're going to put in a bunch of cones, a bunch of new fancy things going on, bike lanes. Do you see what's going on? Of course you do. It's all about making your life miserably inconvenient and expensive so that you are taken to your knees and saying, just give me whatever you can give me. I'm done. You broke me. It takes a lot more than that to break me, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio program, every single thing that is worth living and dying for is under attack right now. And I'll explain. You already know it. Next. So this is, it's quite a statement to say this, but it's true. And I do not lie. Everything that is worth living and dying for is under attack. And it's not just in America. Of course, we focus on America. I'm 100% make America everything again. 100%. But think about what they want to take from you. Think of how far they've already gone. And how brainwashed people on the left have to be to go along with this. It makes me profoundly sad, but I've lost patience. I'm sorry that I judge somebody with blue hair immediately. I can spot a liberal so fast. And I look at them now with quite a bit of disdain. Because they did this. The white college-educated liberal woman sucks. Sorry if you're one of them and that offends you. Eh. Okay. So much of what we're going through is because of you. 
because of whatever you suffer from. Maybe it's a lack of, I don't know, your own authentic true self. Maybe you're unhappy. Maybe you're self-doubting. Maybe you're completely insecure. I don't know what it is, but to glom onto crazy with the ferocity, the passion, the vitriol, and the ire that you have, it makes you very ugly people. I find you very unappealing. And those of us who are trying to counteract what you've started as a, as a snowball of suck in this country, we're not just fighting for our kids. I'm not just fighting for my five sons. I'm fighting for all of these people too because we see what's coming down the road. And it's a lot closer than I want to admit. So think about the things that you hold dear. Well, I, I hold dear that in my neighborhood, with an alarm system and my own arsenal of weapons, I should be able to sleep very comfortably at night. We should feel safe that we live in, in cities where safety is paramount, where you feel comfortable walking down the street, where you don't worry about getting injured, getting carjacked, getting shot. But with our open borders, that's gone. Wouldn't that be a full stop if you were a part of this leftist crowd? When you saw what was going on, wouldn't you be like, well, wait a minute. Like, I'm not down with that. These people fundamentally cannot stop the runaway train because they cannot admit that they were duped. They cannot admit that they joined the bandwagon with the pitchforks and the torches to come after every single one of us who said, you know what? I'm feeling kind of weird about all this. Feeling kind of weird. It's not adding up. My common sense is going. Blah, 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 blah. There are a lot of people out there who are not courageous enough or honest enough or have, don't have enough integrity to say, oh my gosh, I was conned. I've been duped. And I'm sorry. A couple of these people have stepped forward. Tim Robbins, one of my favorite actors from Shawshank. Susan Sarandon's wife, husband. She's a whack job. He came forward and he's like, I was on this bandwagon of, of COVID demanding that you must put on your mask and you must do this. And why aren't you getting your shot? And, blah, 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 blah. and I was wrong. And I'm sorry. A lot of people can't do that. I want you to hear these voices. So there's a movie called Plandemic. It's actually a multi series documentary. I think this is from Plandemic 3. Plandemic. This isn't this isn't hyperbole anymore. It's not like this is this is some deep underground weird conspiracy theory. We all see what it is. It was a mechanism by which to control us, to make a hell of a lot of people super duper duper rich. And by the way, to also thin the herd a bit, which is a vile notion. This is from the Plandemic 3. You're hearing, you're going to hear the voice predominantly. There's a man who speaks and his name is Riza Islam. And this is an author. He says the most, I believe, salient, poignant truth today. Talking about the idea 
of what's really going on in this strange global shift away from common sense and, and right versus wrong and mom and dad and children and traditional values and loving God and doing what's right into total chaos, crazy mayhem. And I want you to hear it because it sets this up. Go. I'm using the term mother to birthing people. Black birthing people. Black birthing people. Black and indigenous birthing people. Is the administration's official policy to replace the term woman with birthing people? I, I was a little taken back when I just read it and saw it, that it's that the term mother was gone in spots and it was replaced with birthing people. Again, if we're, if we're trying to be precise in, in the language that's used. Mom's a pretty good word. Everything that's worth living and dying for is under attack right now. This environment that has been created and corrupted and manipulated does not respect women, does not respect children, does not respect men. It cares nothing for family. If that is the society that we want to live in, then we need to see how crazy we are, really. The world is in the condition that it is in because of the disrespect of the woman. There's so much that we place around her because, as we are also taught, that when you teach a man, you are teaching an individual. When you teach a woman, you are teaching a nation. Every prophet came from the womb of a woman. Every intelligent, strong, powerful man and woman came from the womb of a woman. So that's why they have to attack mother and remove father. Because before you can get to her, you have to get through him. And the man is supposed to be that security. Can a woman secure too? Of course. Are there female warriors? Absolutely. However, because of her value, because a whole nation comes out of her. So you must be protected. And the man having that essential position by nature. So someone who knows that about you will do their best to make sure you are removed because there is a standard of conditioning that has to take place. Man, woman, child. If I want to get to that, I have to remove your protector because he is watching to make sure that everything that goes on in this environment is safe and secure. That's why they have to attack masculinity because they know, damn, if there's real men around here, we can't really do what we want to do. And if there are real women, we for damn sure can't do what we want to do because she's going to protect that child, he's going to protect that woman, and they both are going to protect society. That is such a poignant example and an explanation of what's going on. Leah Thomas, who's a dude. Right. Blurring the lines of male and female, a woman falling in love with an oak tree. I mean, all of this obviously sanctioned crazy is purposeful. And the point is to destroy that family unit. And he totally nails it. In order to do that, of course, you need to have some unelected schmuck. And that is this woman you're about to hear, who's the head of the EU, the European Union. Why I give a rat's rear end about what Ursula von der Leyen says, I don't know. But she's another one of these voices out there with Klaus Schwab. Out there with Bill Gates. Out there with all of these people saying we have to fundamentally change everything that we do. And sacrifice everything that we care about and every normal thing that we do and make everything upside down and inside out and abnormal. Making the abnormal normal. This is why young women scoff now when a man who has manners opens the door for her.
Because we're blurring those lines. I don't need you to protect me. See, it's not about that. It's about more than that. And they've been indoctrinated. Here's Ursula von der Leyen, the unelected head of the European Union, saying, if you pollute, ladies and gentlemen, if you keep doing what you're doing and you're not going to pay attention, if you don't follow the rules, well, you're going to have a price to pay. Listen to this creepiness. If we want to keep global warming below the tipping point of 1.5 degree, <laughs> we need to cut global emissions. And there's a way to cut emissions while fostering innovation and growth. Put a price on carbon. It is a market-driven instrument. And the message is very clear. You're polluting. You must pay a price. Hmm. You want to avoid the payment, well, then innovate and decarbonize. Listen to these elite clowns trying to tell you what you need to do. The tipping point of 1.5 degrees. Who decided that? Well, it sounds very official. It sounds very official. Hurry up. We better do something about that now. Reminds you of all many times that the COVID vaccine data changed. It's 98% successful. It's 92% successful. It's 42%. It's not successful at all. It's killing people. And then my personal favorite, my boyfriend. (laughs) Just kidding. Got to hear from the climate scammer in chief, Bill Gates. Bill Gates going to ride in anytime this guy is anywhere. Go the other direction. Anything that he says we need to do, it's the exact opposite. This man is dark and deeply concerning to those of us paying attention. And he wants to tell you right now that his seed consortium that he's invested, by the way, $315 million to. This is genetically engineered plants. He's going to tell you that because of this bioengineering, that he has saved Almost as many millions of lives as vaccines. Listen. CG overall has saved uh, over a billion lives through its work. Please. Uh, That's right up there with the very best health interventions like vaccines. And so we really need to double down on the the CG system. Uh, (laughs) There's reasons to believe that by using the latest techniques of being able to sequence genes, Uh, using AI, using satellite data, uh, that for all the crops, not just the main cereal crops, we can make them far more productive and far Mm. more uh, climate resilient. Scary as nuts. Scary as nuts. You know, I have this weird, um, it's sort of old school, but I got that whole treat the earth well, put a seed in it, water it, fertilize it, and watch it grow. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. Why would you do that when you can do it in a lab? Freak! All right, don't go anywhere. I want to set the table to what's coming up. A very important interview with Liz Collin, investigative reporter behind the whole George Floyd thing, busted the whole narrative open. It follows the same path as all of this nonsense about climate. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, it's a, it's a badge of, of honor now. It is a sign of courage, I think, even though it was never intended to be, to be included on that list of people who've been canceled. 
who have been doxxed and the knives have come out for, who have been kicked off of social media, like myself, fired multiple times from multiple jobs because I dared to share an inconvenient truth, which was the truth. That we should be able to ask questions about everything. We should question everything. We should question everyone. And the minute they tell you that you don't have to is the minute you know you're being conned. Liz Collin is one of those people. Now, she, much like Carrie Lake, much like myself, television-trained journalist, television news anchor and reporter for 30 years, right? Carrie Lake, Liz Collin, who else has been canceled out there for telling the truth? Laura Logan, right? See, if you don't follow the cattle shoot call... And you decide to continue walking that path to do what you know you should do because it's the right thing. They come for you. Well, Liz Collin is a television journalist in Minneapolis. Her husband is the, is the chief, is the head of the police union. And she watched what unfolded with George Floyd from a very different vantage point than the rest of us. You and I got the news that we were given. She watched it. She heard about it. She questioned it, and then she pursued it. And the knives came out for her as well. What does the left do when they cannot win in the marketplace of ideas because their ideas suck and or are corrupt? They come after you and call you something. For me, I was a racist. Okay. For her, apparently, she's a white nationalist. (laughs) Now, what she is, is a dogged investigative reporter who uncovered with body cam, the, the police officer body cam footage, with interviews of the officers who were involved in the day, with the manuals that showed the exact training technique that Derek Chauvin used to hold down George Floyd, who was combative and resistant and high as nuts. His knee was never on George Floyd's neck. And there was a whole system of lies, of omissions of fact, And people involved in the Minneapolis political machinations who lied on the stand to protect the narrative that sparked the summer of doom, right? I want you to to listen to this trailer. It is of the fall of Minneapolis. This is a crowdfunded documentary that Liz Collin is behind, her Alpha News I want you to hear it before we bring Liz onto the program after the next commercial break. It's important, and it falls in line with every single thing we're talking about today. It's all the same playbook. Go. Of George Floyd. Murder. Murder and manslaughter. The murder of George Floyd. Peaceful protest overnight in the Twin Cities. They've been very peaceful. The crowd continues to be peaceful. 
Eight forty-six. Eight minutes and forty-six seconds. Nine minutes and twenty-nine seconds. That is actually eight minutes and forty-six seconds. By the way, that particular technique is not authorized by the MPD. Is this a trained Minneapolis Police Department technique? It is not. When I heard that, I really wanted to get up off my chair and yell, "Bull!" I've seen of the videotape, the photograph, and the police training manual, they look pretty identical. Were you trained in MRT, the maximal restraint technique? Yes. 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 All the police officers were trained in the MRT. George Floyd says, I got shot last time. I got shot the same way as officers before. Did you shoot him? No, I didn't shoot him. No. You helped to train Officer Alex King. What did you think of him? I probably trained a few thousand people. He was probably one of the top two. Give me a minute. This call is from a federal prison. Hi, Derek, it's Liz. So coming up, we're going to have Liz Collin on. She speaks for the first time. She's the one who got the interview with Derek Chauvin, the man who has been demonized as a killer of a black man around whom the whole idea that cops hating certain people was purposefully pushed because they need you angry and active. They need you to help add to the chaos because when there is chaos, there is cover there is cover for their corruption. And what Liz Collin discovered by doing the job of an investigative journalist, what she discovered blew the lid off of the entire narrative. The same way we've blown the lid off of the narrative of COVID. The same way we've blown the lid off the narrative of January 6th. Because none of this is as it seems. And they will stop at nothing to protect that truth and that fact from coming out. Do not go anywhere. She's a stud. And Liz Collin joins us next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. 